Well, I reckon. That you there yet? Welcome into another edition of Sweet Tea Fantasy. This here is Tuck, and that over there is Thurston. How you doing, old buddy? Well, I want to warn y'all a little bit up front. We might have a little bit of drama going on here at the household tonight. I got a mule in my yard, or actually in my house at the moment. Uh, maybe, maybe not giving birth in a few minutes. So uh, just sit tight. If you hear some really weird noises, that's probably what's going down. Now, is this the, the outside mule that's inside, or is this the normally inside mule that's giving the birth? It's usually out in the yard keeping the grass under control, but since, you know, we got a little rain on the horizon, and since there's some medical issues going on, we just brought them on in. I guess, I guess brought her on in is, is more right. <laughs> yeah, because we all know that mules, they do give the birth every now and then. The women ones do. <laughs> but, um, uh, <laughs> that caught me off a little bit off guard there, Thurston. But, uh, j- just to introduce our show for any new listeners out there, I think you got a pretty good sense of it just from that story. But, uh, each season we, we pick a random fantasy football league to follow all year and without bias and without remorse, be rated and its owners mercilessly. Now, th- this year's target is the uh, the Skywalker Dynasty League based in Campbellsville, Kentucky. Uh, and so, so you all get it. The, the premise, it's hilarious. We're all having a good time, et cetera, et cetera. So, so now that we got that out of the way, um, you know, Thurston, I, I'm not one that gets too upset or thinks so highly of himself that he does a bunch of man- monologues or anything, but uh, I, I've got to tell you something, Thurston. Well, you let me have it. Well, I'm gonna let the the people of the uh, Skywalker Dynasty League have it. Mm. You know, I've I've read some awful, awful text messages and emails from the Skywalker Dynasty League because, again, and this is canon, we have access to everything they say. You know, their social security numbers, basically the whole nine yards. Right, right. But uh, our, our loyal listeners, that you know, they ain't gonna believe this trash. This trash that they. These Skywalker Dynasty people been talking amongst each other. Now, some some people in this here league believe that you and me, we're we're just personas. There, Thurston. What? Some some of these idiots think we're a couple made up characters. Can can you tell me how dumb that is, Thurston? Well, how dumb is it? Like, j- just take one minute to think about how that would even work. We'd have to be two idiots ourselves putting on ridiculous southern accents and using bad grammar on purpose as some kind of delivery system for berating these guys in this here league mercilessly without bias and without remorse. Well, what kind so, of fools would be doing that? What's, what's the motive? That's what I'm saying, Thurston. You know, I, I do get why they might be speculating on that. Uh, they may or may not have noticed, and mostly me, if we're being honest here, Thurston, you know, uh, uh, slipping in and out of our very natural accents on occasion, you know, throughout the episode. Right, right. You know, I've seen some of them be like, wait, these dummies already sound like Southern hillbillies. Why are they putting on that extra Southern <laughs> accent nonsense? You know, if you listen well, close, ever so often I become a pirate and I can't even help it. 
Well, I'm here to explain this to, to you simple-minded folks in the Skywalker Dynasty League. This here is our natural accents. Now, say something all normal, like to remind, to remind them what you actually sound like, Thurston. G-check? Very normal. That's us. But but what y'all don't, but what y'all there don't realize is that Thurston and me, we's going out and auditioning for a play, you see. So we've been trying out these new voices, these kind of newfangled, fancy voices to to kind of try and feed our characters a little bit, you see. So I kind of sound like this when I'm reading my lines. <clears throat> hey there, it's me, Tuck, but in a totally normal voice that doesn't sound anything like my natural voice. Now, Thurston, why don't you say something in your acting voice? Well, this is my acting voice. Does that get you? Is that pretty good? Yeah, see, see, what these regular old Sherlock's mistook, for one thing, is actually quite the opposite. And every now and again, our old acting voices seep in there for a time, or at least one time in my instance, basically for one whole show. So I just, I just wanted to meet this controversy head on, Thurston. So hopefully, we'll never have to discuss it again. Now, you can you can add something to all this, Thurston, or if you want, you can just go on straight on to reading that sweet, sweet ad copy that makes this all worth it. But I, I've said my piece. Well, you know, he's talking about what's it worth? What's the motivation for it? Well, I got it right here to read. Well, no, I got it right here to speak from the heart, all right? Uh, Tuck, I got one <laughs> of those questions. You ready? Oh, I'm – is this – Right, right. Tuck, have you ever had a god-awful experience coming up in your face that you just wish you could get out of it? Well, now yes. you can with short-term clone. You want to skimp Uncle Rufus's 72nd birthday or that pesky job evaluation day? Maybe that upcoming day in court? Well, you get on down to short-term clones, and they'll set you right up. What they do is they test your body type, body style. They take a mold of your face, and then all you got to do is wait for them surgeons to take care of all of it, and you got a brand new you coming over and going through whatever event that you want to get out of. All these sad excuses for events are taking place, and you ain't got to be there. You can be on the golf course, on the beach, or at the local tavern. Now, this is a strict three-day limit, as that feller who's got your face has got to get a move on to his next face. He's got a career to make. And since you probably ain't got a cash to afford too much of this, it's pretty high. But STC, this is a disclaimer, is not responsible for loss of <laughs> marriage, jobs, children, home, or property, and all payments are made up front and in full, and you cannot sue them or say you did it. All right, we good? We good. Oh, we good. Uh, what was the uh, website or phone number? Uh, Shorttimeclones.org. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a .org. They're working on Very that kind of but they ain't there yet. And say. I, I'm so glad to have them as sponsors. You know, who hasn't needed a short term? I thought about doing before, one for right this year's show. Just I like, thought... well, I was about to make a similar statement about how I did it for last oh. show. But see, guys, 
Guys, this is just a reminder. You know, we wouldn't be selling this stuff to you if we didn't 100% guarantee it was going to work. You know, you might lose your marriage. You might lose your house, your property, your kids, whatever else is in that disclaimer. But it's a might. It, you might keep on, what you, you might. What if it was going to work? That's right. That's not right. a guarantee you'll lose them. Right. You just might. And you'll definitely get out of Uncle Jimmy's barbecue. Yeah. Or maybe a mule bird. <laughs> oh. All right, so are we, re- are we ready to jump on into these uh, matchups that we had this week, Tuck? I think that's probably a good idea. It seems like our episodes are getting longer and longer each week, so <laughs> maybe we just jump on right in there. I want to get us started today with the friend zone versus the Vandalay Industries. I thought this was a pretty interesting matchup. Uh, Vandalay come into this game undefeated, but they kind of got knocked off their high horse just a bit. Uh, I don't know if you realize this, but 144 points in this league is usually enough to get you beat. Whenever they, whenever they stepped up to the friend zone, uh, friend zone doesn't have their Christian McCaffrey out there, okay? Didn't have their Adrian Peterson superstar out there, but they got lots of Kareem Hunt, lots of Golden Tate, Jared Goff getting it done. This team, Tuck, has turned into a survivor. They are getting it done. It does not matter on the field for them. They're producing. Next man up. Uh, but I will tell them, Tavon Austin sucks. You got to fix that <laughs> situation. Um, besides that, though, uh, they looking good. You know, they getting meaner, and they really putting the whooping on some folks. Vandalay Industries, uh, man, this wide collection of running back threes you got on this team, they let you down this time. They didn't They didn't do it for you. Uh, I don't think it's time to panic yet, but I think you might want to look at George Kittle sitting there on your bench at 21 points, I think it was. Uh, he's a good one. He can help you out, even with uh, C.J. Uh, C.J. What's that guy's name, the quarterback? Uh, beat hard. Beat hard. Uh, C.J. Beat hard is his quarterback. He's still pretty good. Trust in the little kittle. That's what I'll say. Trust in the little kittle. No, no true words have ever been spoken. But I will make a comment that both these teams got some unplayable and sucky players on their roster they might want to take another look at. One being Jake Butt, who we made some jokes about because his name is hilarious, but he's on IR. So I don't know about dropping him, picking up someone who might actually get you a point. Uh, and Jeremy Macklin, am I wrong, is still not even in the NFL. Is that right? That is right. But I do think that the old Jake Butt did get dropped. He did. The transaction. Well, I mean, that's all right. Friends, look at friend zone stepping up. He said, get your butt yeah. off his team. Well, yeah, yeah, let's get his butt out of here. See, I had that joke all set up, but I had to redirect it because the way you told me the news. You see that? <laughs> I did, and then you said pretty much said mine anyway. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the next game, we got uh, a bit of a shocker here. Uh, chickens don't clap come out, and they take down the number one team in the league, at least short-lived number one team in the league, which is the team that can't be named. Uh, we'll get to them in just a minute, but I'm thinking – these chickens don't clap, probably getting a little bit smug now. 
Remember, I just said 144 points normally gets you beat. Well, they did it. They score 144, and they actually get the win. They up to three and one now, if you believe it's true. Uh, tied up there at the lead. Can't be named. Uh, Voldemort over here really dropped down to 118. Pretty Well, it would have been considered a trashy performance, but we'll get some to some undeniable trashy going on soon. Uh, but chickens don't clap. They got some good things coming along the pipeline here. Mark Ingram, uh, Julian Edelman, who I think's in the game right now as we speak. And these guys are coming back. Uh, looks good. And then, but, well, you know, you still got Peyton Barber, who I reckon is the worst running back in football. And you still got the Deviant Parker, who ain't nobody wants on their team. Uh, although if this Mariota to Corey Davis connection keeps it rolling, they looking really fine, and I don't know if there's any evidence to suggest that that tandem won't just continue to roll on and, and crush folk, besides, of course, the, the time that they played together for a year and a half and didn't do nothing in, in, of any importance or significance until this one time. So we'll just have to see how that works out. But, yeah, you ready to move on to this? You, you want to do your thing? Now it's time for our recurring segment called Change Your Dang Name, What in the World Are You Doing? Now, this guy's three and one, but uh, yeah, I may have mentioned this before, but I, I'm not sure that he don't get them three wins overturned at some point and becomes zero and four because you know, unless these co-commissioners are like spineless possums or something like that, I just don't see how it's going to hold up until he changes. The I name. really. I really don't know how he's even still in this league. I mean, are they having to take applications for trying to get someone to replace this feller? I mean, if you just open disregard for the rules, I mean, that's pretty not good, right? Yeah, I think pretty not good is the best way that you could have said that. All right, so you ready? Uh, yeah, you've already said what the segment we're in, so I've got some names for us. Uh, oh, we're doing we're doing arrested development this week. Arrested you know. development jokes, okay? Team names, arrested development team theme names, sitcom style, okay? I got first the Blue Man Group. I think it's pretty easy. But anyone seen the show remembers it. Uh, and your team is a group, and you just change your team color to blue, and there you roll. Uh, next is Illusions. And that's because Job always said that he didn't do tricks. He did illusions. And I might also say them three wins are kind of some illusions. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, you can call your team the other Devontae. And that's because he's got two Devontae's on his team. And that's obvious. Uh, the other Lucille, Lucille 2 kind of joke. Anyway, uh, final countdown. That's obvious, too. I hope you get it. Final countdown. Uh, and then you can say, hey, brother. <laughs> and then pretty much put – you can pretty much put anybody's name at the end of that, and it still kind of works. Uh, you can call them Howard's Hop-Ons. Uh, you can call it uh, Analropus Brady. That's <laughs> one of my favorites. I like pretty good. But then my very favorite is this one. It's I've made a huge mistake, and that's for every time you lose or do something dumb in the league. Well, that was just a beautiful list, Thurston. I really I commend thought- you. Uh, I, I'm going to start with the frozen banana slugs. You know, that one don't make all kinds of sense, but this guy just seems really attached to that banana slug name. You know, so I think this is a pretty good compromise. That wouldn't take much effort at all. 
Change. <laughs> change one word. Sure. Richmond frozen. That'd take five seconds. Let's do <laughs> Or Mr. Banana Slug Grabber. That's a few more changes. That might take you seven seconds. But you still got the banana slug there. You like the banana slug? Keep the banana slug. <laughs> and honestly, you could just keep going with bananas because that's a pretty prominent part of the show. But I'm going <laughs> to move on. He can research the rest of them on his own. But uh, how about like, you ever seen a chicken? You know, because... Uh, if you don't know the show, you won't get it anyway. Uh, well, look at the team he played against. Yeah, chickens don't clap. That's an arrested development. It's record. it's the same paragraph of dialogue on that page, I reckon. Yeah, I think we got the Newport Never Nude too. That's arrested development. Do we got any other ones? Uh, I think they- the two. No, I reckon that's the only original ones we got in the whole league here. Okay, so I got a dead dove. Do not eat. I just think that one's a little funny. Uh, jumping the shark. His, his best days are behind him, so he's jumping the shark, just like uh, Henry Winkler did in the show when he originally did it. And that, that one works twice. He did that in half a <laughs> day, too. So uh, this one's a deep cut. I'm going to go with it anyway. Uh, Red McGibbon, Nazi hunter. You know that one? I don't remember it. Now nah, you'll have to Google it like the rest of them there, Thurston. Uh, hello, Onyong. Uh, Ice the Bounty Hunter. Uh, I Heart Candy Beans. Uh, them last three were just kind of fillers to make my list seem a little better than it was. So I got one more good than I thought of just because this guy's name was awesome. Uh, Bob, blah, blah. Just go ahead and call your team, blah, 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 and he working. Bob, blah, blah's law blog. That's it. Yeah. I, I just got to throw out a bit of a, a bit of a compliment there. Uh, frozen banana slugs, that's about the best one I've heard all year. I think that, that's the winner up there, I think. Well, and I'm really kind of ashamed I never even considered the idea of a banana stand being a part of this whole deal. But anyhow. <laughs> There's always money in the banana stand. There's always good jokes in the banana jokes. Boom. All I come up with is an Alrapist Brady. <laughs> that one is a reference. So I don't have anything positive to say about it. It was a reference. But, but All once, right. Well, we, we, once you move on to the rest of the map, the matchups there. Right, right. We, we've done enough trying to help this fella out with his poor lack of creativity. Uh, we're going to move on. Well, how about this, Tuck? Do you, do you want the good news or the bad news? What do you think? Neither. I hate the news. Well, would you rather hear about something good <laughs> or bad right now? You know what this world needs is a little good news, I guess. Let's hear the good news and then not hear the bad news at all. Okay, well, we're going to have to hear the bad because it's a guy in the league here, but... The good news, Tuck, is that Festivus Feats, who I pronounced dead at the scene last week, uh, are now one in three. And not only did they win, but they actually won by 105 points, which I don't reckon is something I've ever seen in fantasy before in all the years we've been doing this. They scored 202 points. They won the five biggins. 
it seems like a zombie getting up from the walking dead. You think they're dead, but they ain't. Remind me of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. These fellers keep rising up out of the graves. You ever watch The Undertaker, the old school wrestler? He'd lay there like he's dead in a bucket, and then he'd just sit up and start choke slamming everybody? Well, that's what Festivus did this week. It was surprising. It was uh, surreal is one of them big words that people say sometimes. Uh, what what you, you care to say that about? there? You, huh? You, uh, you, got, you got cut off there a little bit. Well, I was just saying I was impressed and shocked by it is all. Oh, okay. It was surreal. That's something people say. Did you hear my Undertaker bit? I heard a little bit of it. He laid all there right. Get up and choke slam people. Yeah. Everybody. All right, good. So, I think Kane's like a mayor in Tennessee now or something. That's fantastic. I thought, I th- that's off topic, but maybe he's just... I live in the city. He li- Anyhow, um, <laughs> so the bad news is on the wrong side of a 105-point loss was the domain master. He's got the real deer in headlights look. And I hate to say I told him so, but it did. Uh, last week I told him to enjoy his time at the top of the mountain. Uh, I hope he really did because he uh looking pretty bad. Um, this is the lowest point total of the season. Okay, we, we haven't actually – we have another team this year, uh, this week, who has the second lowest point total of the season. Uh, but 97 is the worst it gets. Um, his leading score only had 15 points. Uh, Festivus Feats had eight players score more than that. Uh this is like, uh, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of how bad it is. This is like that time I walked in on Aunt Esther when she fell in the outhouse pit. I think, I think it's kind of like a, uh, a slug trying to make it across the road but getting run over almost immediately. I think it's like that kid I went to school with back in the day whose nickname everyone called him was the Ceaseless Discharge. You still there, Thurston? That one's I a- am. I, I th- won't you, re- huh? won't you repeat that, what it's, what it's like there? I said that it's like that kid I used to go to school with who's everyone's nickname they had for him was the Ceaseless Discharge. I think it's kind of like a, a 95-year-old Popeye Jones. You know, them ears just keep growing the older you get. I think it's like that time my wife convinced me to try a cleanse. I think it's more like like a sloth who hung upside down too long and all the blood done rushed his head and he's just down for the count, but it's like a slow death because everything them daggum animals do is slow. I think it's like looking at the backside of a dead possum. It's like looking at the backside of what? A dead possum. Man, I sure hope that I'm not the only one that you're cutting out on and I'm making you repeat jokes for people and they can hear and I just can't. I see a dead possum, Tuck. I heard, I heard you that time. but And the last thing I've got to say it's like is something I'm looking at right now. We've got it turned on mute, but it's like watching a mule give birth. <laughs> well, I got a couple more. Uh, it's, it's like a 15-car pileup on a one-way road. And it's also like my bank account right now. You know, $1.85 ain't much money, Thurston. Well, we need to get on to some more of these commercials. 
Oh, is it time for, for my ad read? Uh, yeah, if you uh, want to. We're halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, my bank account's looking that low. Let's go ahead and and do one then. Uh, so here in the mid-roll ad read, we got uh, our, our weekly ski ad for the week, Thurston. Uh, they, they didn't send much copy, but they wanted to try out a few new taglines for them. Uh, I... So, uh, ski, just drink it. Uh, ski, got a drink. Uh, I'm loving ski. Have it your way, if that way is drinking a ski. Uh, we got the ski. Uh, ski, drink fresh. Ski, lip licking good. Uh, taste the ski. Snap, crackle, pop, which is what ski is. Uh, <laughs> so them's all the new possible catchphrases for ski, and I hope you all caught all them jokes. Uh, <laughs> and and you'll, you'll be able to vote on them at ski.com, which is definitely not a website for top ski resorts. Back to you, Thurston. Right, right. I'm ready. Let's rock and roll. I'm loving some ski. Um, <laughs> now, I think this in here is probably the most well-played game of the week. Both teams performed, uh, looked pretty good out there. It was the pip-pip, the doodly-doo dropping 183 and once again defeating the, uh, the newly named Pop-Up Pop-Tart. Uh, th- this team used to be known as the I Feel Stabby. They're working on rebranding. They've actually stopped selling that those knife-shaped uh, bacon pieces at their uh, arena. They, they're trying to, to rebrand, to reboot, and I think they kind of hope and everybody assumes they sold the team to somebody else and they've got new management, but really they don't. It's the same old fellers. But I see what they're trying to do here, and I'll even forgive the fact that this ain't a sitcom reference since it is talking about Flounder Tarts, one of our uh, wonderful sponsors. But look, look, I did not even know that was the reference. Well, I kind of assumed it was. I was hoping. What else was it? Anyhow, if that's it, then I'll forgive it. If it's something else, we got war going on here. Um, so – Pip Pip wins it 183, 172. That's some good weeks. But um, this team w- with the new identity, they're, they're kind of turning on a fire sale, I've heard. They're, they're saying everyone's on the market. They say everybody on the team must go. It's like one of them furniture liquidator deals. It's all got to go. Are we going to burn it down? And then they act like they's retiring, and then all of a sudden they just – all the same fellers work there and no one even moves on and everybody just keeps going and nothing ever changes year after year. That's going to be like the pop-up Pop-Tart. Uh, they're dealing with lots of injuries. Uh, I looked at their uh, their scoring and they're actually sixth in the league in scoring, which is right in the dead center, which makes you think they should be a little better in that 0-4, but it ain't working for them yet. Uh, Pip Pip the Doodly Do, they did one of, and I got to say one of, the dumbest things I think I have ever heard of. Do you want to hear about it? I sure do. 
Uh, okay, so I've been talking about how Pat Mahomes is not as good as people want to pretend because he keeps losing his matchups each and every single week, I've been telling you. And then Pip-Pip goes and trades uh, the whooping Julio Jones to Papa Pop-Tart. He trades Julio Jones to some other folks and gets Pat Mahomes. And then what does Pat Mahomes turn around and do? In a revenge game, playing against the pop up pop tart, he goes out there and gets beat by Deshaun Watson, thirty two to twenty two. Mahomes oh. loses his matchup every week. I mean, every week. And you go and trade for him, and you give up a good player for him. I just, ugh, I don't, I don't get it. That is my dumb call of the week. I think I've give that to Pit Pit, Pit before. I almost called him Pup Pup. Anyway, I think I've give that to Pit Pit before, but he really earned it this time. I was looking at this team, and I just think Alvin Kamara's amazing. But if that guy were to go down, what kind of a deep, dark place do you think Pitt-Pitt would go? Well, you know, I think it's a good thing he's got Mark Ingram on his He does not have I think he would be in a, a deep, dark place. So that's exactly what you just said. I think he would be in a a, a pit. A pit, pit, pitly pit do. Pit, watch out for Aunt Esther climbing out of there. But anyhow, you won this game, Pit Pit. This is how close it was. Okay, you won this game because Amari idiot Cooper decided to play. And you know, you and me all, we all know that only happens two, three times, like every five years. And you just His got nickname lucky. His nickname so. is Idiot Amari Idiot Cooper. So, I would be looking for some help. Gosh, Amadi, would you trade? Mm, you trade for my – anyway, he won the game. What can you say? But come on with it. Anyway, moving right along. Well, I, I do got two things to add to that. The good thing I, about Mahomes is it's not like he's going to play like the best defense in the league this week or something. So, at least he's got oh, that yeah. going. Right. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hit the I'll hit the other point in, in the transaction part of the show a little a little tease for y'all well that's one of the more confusing teases i ever heard tuck i don't really know what you're teasing but i guess i'll okay i'll just go ahead you're teasing a segment we already knew is coming (laughs) i'll i'll just go ahead and do it whatever uh i think that the uh, chickens don't clap i think they they miss the real opportunity uh especially for us who's got to say that pip pip to do pip pip to do Every week, mm. uh, he, he should have. They, they made a trade with each other, and he should have demanded, demanded, uh, name naming rights for for the old Pip Pip to do do and changed it immediately. Oh, that would have been something. Anyone else out there? Anyone else out there who makes a trade with the old Pip 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 Pip? Please demand for that. We will pay handsomely. I should not have how much was in my bank account. We can give him some ski, though. Oh, we got all kinds of ski. All right, so moving right along, we're going to look at the Pivot versus the Scranton Stranglers. Now, Stranglers here got a little lucky because this would have been the lowest score anyone scored all year. Festivus Feats had the world record with 108 and then broke themselves with 107 week one three. Uh, Scranton Strangler stepped up with 106. Luckily for them, Domain Master was ugly, ugly, ugly at 97. So, Pivot wins it. 
Um, I, you know, I look at it and I wonder what is going on. How in the world do you pick up a guy like Kenyon Barner and win? I mean, I, I can't explain it. And not only that, but Kenyon Barner's team, his real-life Patriot team even won. Wow. Holy cow. What can you say? Got some good luck going on. Uh, the call of the week, though, will go to Pivot. And I want to think they might have won this before. Uh, and that's for keeping Jameis Winston for the first month and five weeks of the season when it didn't look like he's ever going to play again because Fitzpatrick was dominating the world. And then they kept him anyway. I think I even made fun of him about it. And now Jameis is looking like the stalker. So good call. All right, maybe. He's still Jameis. That's a problem, but you got him. Uh, and also you unlock Taylor Gabriel. That is the secret to all life. Well done. <laughs> All right, Scranton Stranglers, you've got some issues. Uh, I mentioned that. Uh, hmm? Anyway, my notes don't make no sense. But you got some real guys here. You look at five different players. And I only know their last names because they ain't worth me writing their full names. We got Drake, Marshall, Brown, Tannehill, and defense. Combined, 9.1 points. Ugh. How how do you, how how do you feel about that? Ugh. Right, okay. that's pretty bad. He's real. If he'd have been playing the domain master, this would have been. We'd have just stayed on this game for the whole half hour. But anyway, <laughs> I, my suggestion to the Scranton Stranglers, as much as it goes against your inner nature, you've got a deputy in town right there where you at. His name's Dwight Shrew. You hire him. Bring him in with his beats as a motivational speaker, and he will get your folks working. Now, leave Todd Gurley out of the room because he's fine. You got no issue with him, but everybody else is sucking. So you get in, Dwight Street, you talk to him, you, you, you get him on the right line, and maybe, just maybe, you win a game or two. That might be all right. Uh, now, moving on to the last game, we have the Birds of War. What sitcom is that from? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's the one I never watched. Okay, fair enough. I was about to start ripping him up and down, too. Okay, Birds of War at 164, losing it to the Newport Never Nudes, who bounced way back from the disappointing last week. Scored 200, did not quite take home the uh, the five buckaroos, but I had it on good authority that the Festivus Feats was sweating cold, hard blood really hoping that they held on to that spy biggins. Um now yeah, you know that war, huh? sweat and cold hard blood. Well I would just tell the listeners, you know that that hearing you say all the time sweat and cold hard blood. That's right. That's what that's what I bet the owner of Festival Seats was doing was sweating cold hard blood. <laughs> no doubt about it. I heard it from him twice. Anyway <laughs> The Birds of War, they ain't playing too bad, uh, but you lost anyhow. You, you just keep on losing. You're one in three. You're looking bad. Uh, I've been talking to him about David Johnson. I'm just going to leave that alone. He's actually scoring okay now. But Devontae Freeman, that boy's got to get up and help. He's been laying on his butt the whole season, on his Jake butts, what I should have said, but it didn't. Um, you got to do a little bit better. I mean, you just got to step it up. You're almost there. You ain't looking like you got the awfulest team, but again, whew, you just got to win. 
It's about winning, not being okay. It's about winning, and one and three ain't, ain't good enough for you, Birds of War. Now, Newport Never News, I will commend you because you do pretty much everything I ever tell you to do, and it's impressive, and I appreciate <laughs> it. I tell you to go crushing, and you do. I tell you to lay off, and you do. I tell you that you laid off too hard, you need to step up but not dominate quite as much, and that's exactly what you do. So I, I got really nothing to say negative about Newport. I mean, they, they follow in my direction to a T. I just tell them, go out and win by 10.8 points this week. You'll be all right. Um, the only things I would do is try to fix my Fitzpatrick problem. I would try to fix my Arizona defense problem. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, man, what, what else you got for them, Tug? I mean, that's, that's all I got to say. Well, I think if they do exactly what you just said, I think they're going to kill everybody. I do have a bit of a new segment here, yeah. and I'm not going to do this every week, but I feel like every couple of weeks maybe uh, we'll look at the teams who have scored the most points. Or had the the uh, or scored the least points, okay? So we can see the whole like who's one and four, who's two and two, but really like who's scored the most points, right? You ready? Let's hear it. All right, the three teams who have scored the most points in this league. Number three is the Birds of War, and they're sitting there at one and three. I'm telling you, you're the, you're close. You're close. Number two is the Pit Pip. That we're all sick of saying their name, okay? And, of course, the top scorer in the league's Newport Never News, obviously. 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 Now, the three teams with the worst scoring in the league, third from the bottom is Pivot. Okay? You're not doing it right. Uh, the second bottom is Domain Master, which I believe it. And then the very worst scoring team is the Scranton Stranglers. So those are the three teams that suck. And first teams are the ones that's good. Everyone else is just average. You got to figure out where you're at. Um, now, I'll just tell you the team that's had the most scored against them, which is going to be considered the unluckiest team. And then also we've got the team that's had the least points scored against them, and that's the luckiest team. All right, you ready? The unluckiest yes. team, the unluckiest team you've probably guessed by now are them birds of war. Okay. Unlucky fellers. But that luckiest team you might not have figured out is Pivot. Pivot setting at two and two with low scoring, but they lucky. Lucky fellers. Way to go. <laughs> I got a little homework assignment for you, Thurston. I think we need to come up with a little uh, more creative names for the those awards. Huh? Maybe we'll put a, maybe we'll put our heads together and come up with some some kind of award name for the luckiest and unluckiest. Well, I've always had a hard head. I ain't worried about it. Well, maybe I don't want to put my head against yours then. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we'll keep our heads separate and just think about it independently and come come together. And then find maybe some method of technology that'll let us talk to each other about it. Yeah, if we ever figure something out like that, we can maybe some walkie talkies. I love walkie talkie, but with mine you gotta be like almost in the same room, so it's really not really worth it. Well, maybe we'll just get in the same room, get the walkie talkies out and talk it out. Now we're now we're thinking. Yeah, we're really putting our heads together. But 
All right, so I think you're done with your your portion of stuff. I think so. All right, so now we're going to get into the old transaction part of it. The fun part. Yeah, and I'll I'll tell you what. I've just got one thing to say that I said almost verbatim from last week. Fast of his feet, are you out of your dadgum mind? Like another another trade. I think there's an addiction situation going on here. Oh, you you think? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to insult your intelligence there. But there's definitely an addiction problem here. You're I mean, welcome. I'm I'm I must not have berated you mercilessly enough last week because you done went and made another trade. You dealt Kiki Cutie for a seventh round pick and Albert Wilson. Now on the on the flip end of this, I gotta say this is a risky deal for the zone. I mean, you're already stuck in the friend zone, and and you want to go ahead and get a cutie on your team. I mean, we'll we'll see if that pays off for them or not. But but man, you you're really asking to be in the friend zone. You know, I did hear. Uh, I was reading some text this week. I guess I read more than I heard. But I heard Festivus Feets talking about after they paid twenty two dollars for Cootie, Cootie, Cootie. They they paid all that for Cootie, and then they started thinking, "Oh no, people gonna start having ideas about me and Cootie. I got to get him off my team ASAP." So he did, and he thought the friend zone would be the perfect place for him. Yeah, the Feets they get somebody on their team, and they just want him off their team immediately. That's happened yeah. before. Every week. I mean, daggum. <laughs> daggum. Like, oh, I really want this guy. Oh, I got him. I don't want him no more. That's how you get stuck in the friend zone. But I, we'll, we'll get off that. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll see Ophestus Feats in the trade segment next week. Guaranteed. So, no reason to belabor that point. He but, may or uh, may not have six trade offers out right now. <laughs> Well, as the, our listeners know, we know everything they do, so he does have six trade offers. Or he don't. <laughs> well, I'm just establishing we know exactly what what he what he has and what he has not, and he does. But but uh, where am I at in my ear notes? Oh, okay. The only other trade we got is the. This is what I was gonna save. As a little, as a little, uh, what's it called, a teaser? But old Thurston, he didn't like that too much. So we, the only other trade we got is the chickens don't clap. They traded the talented Mister Calvin Ridley and a fifteenth round pick for a seventh round pick and two upstanding, great all around citizens of this here United States of America in uh, Josh Gordon and Antonio Callaway. Um, Ain't they both think- alcoholic drunkards? Wow, we don't like speculating on that kind of stuff don't around here. Don't they both have self-esteem issues and love the marijuana? Don't they both beat women? Well, I don't know. Is that what... Has Josh Gordon ever been... I don't want to get into it. I don't, like I said, they're two upstanding, great all-around citizens of the USA. That's all I want to say about that. But this, right. this is... <laughs> But this is what a great trade, folks. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to put the L in there. It's folks. 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 
Foles? Foles. Nick Foles. Folks. Nick, Nick Folks. Oh, okay. There you so go. I'm not, okay. We got it now. You got it. <laughs> so uh, our our money back of the week award goes to the friend zone. Uh, that you know they wanted, they won it last week, folks. Ah, yeah, no ill, folks. But uh, you know they they outbid a few people for the Tennessee Titans defense for, yeah, but they only spent ten bucks. You know I'm not even gonna mock and berate this mercilessly, without bias and without remorse. Uh, I I thought it was a fine pickup, nothing but positive to say for this league in the in the in the pickup category this week, uh, which will likely be the last time I can say that truthfully. Uh, and then, and then the last thing I got here is our hall of cowardice. You know, for those teams who refuse to make any transactions, yeah, we did. We did have one team to shed this awful title this past week, and that was uh, Pivot Pivot. Uh, you know, and they made a few transactions, so they they were really humiliated by this quote unquote really, but not really honor that we bestowed on them. Uh, and I think it would be of quite importance for one of our two remaining cowards to kind of step it up a notch and just make a transaction. Uh, and that's the Skeelicious team or whatever stupid thing I said last week that we should start calling the team that shouldn't be named. Uh, something ski-related, I can't remember. Skeelicious. Uh, you got it. Don't yeah, doubt and, yourself with the confidence. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Thurston. i I'll start being a little more confident here. And the the domain master. Yeah, I believe that. So there there might be some there might be some pretty nasty insults coming the way for the team who's the last to make a transaction. You know, no spoilers. Just saying. You know, somebody just go pick up a kicker and ain't even no kickers in this league, but You know what I you know, you know what I'm something. starting to think, honestly, is that they don't even know how the fab budget or the waiver wire, any of it even works. You know, sometimes if you don't quite understand a system, you can be intimidated to even try it, but then really come to find out it's about like going to the bathroom by yourself. It ain't that hard for most of us. So just try it. Figure it out, okay? You just go in there and you drop someone who's probably not even in the league anymore. You pick up someone who might or might not score you two or three points is better. Try it. You know, Thurston, while you were saying all that mess that I wasn't listening to, I thought of something even worse. What if if they don't even listen to this podcast? Come on. What if if they don't even know how how mercilessly that they're being berated? We're mocking and mocked. Well, I'll be offended. Without bias and without remorse. I'll be offended myself. I'm offended for you, Thurston. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, that's our final two remaining teams in the Hall of Cowardice. So, I think it might come down to whoever defenses on my first. As sad as that is to say, although they might even have backup defenses. Who knows? They love I, I backup not... defenses. Yeah, I make fun of uh, the the one team for having three every time. The Domain Master's got the three defenses. Drop one. That's right. Drop Jacksonville, I think. Oh, yeah. The Chiefs are good. 
you know what? What's going to be real hard is if they make a trade with each other. I don't know how we're going to punish. We'll have to punish both of them. I know exactly That's what we'll do. Oh, okay. We'll we'll save that as a tease. I'll for pull next out episode. my bow staff. Oh, so we will not leave that for a tease. Okay. So, you're not big into teases, are you, there, Thurston? <laughs> <laughs> you want to reveal the bow staff right away? I ain't in the friend zone. I think people been getting in trouble for that lately but uh so i we've done enough berating for this week though uh so i i think that'll do it for today's show you got anything to add thurston well the uh the young one's been born it's nice and blue it ain't bad looks like it's trying to walk on its own so i'm gonna go give it a good shoving see how it goes if it's standard for not but i'll <laughs> see y'all later all right y'all thank you again for listening to sweet tea fantasy And uh, we can't wait for you to come back next week. But I I don't know about y'all, but I'm about to have have it my way and drink a ski. So we'll see y'all. Or don't. I don't care.